America views itself in capitalism, greed, ownership. Burn that shit the fuck down. We built that. Y'all built that on our backs. 400 and something fucking years that y'all had to get ahead while we was trying to walk from motherfucking Texas to the north because they said we was free. We was trying to figure out where to go. We ain't had nothing. We ain't had no... Like y'all said that's free? Oh, y'all set us free. Imagine that. You set me free. What up, though, everybody? We are back with another episode of the What Up, Though podcast. It's been like a month. Um, and a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. First, I got two co-hosts this week. Co-host number one. Hi, this is your girl, Duray. <laughs> your girl? Yeah, <laughs> your girl. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Jaleesa. Um, happy birthday in two weeks. Happy birthday, Jaleesa. Mm-hmm. So the last time we recorded, um, we were talking about the death of Ahmad, well, the murder um, of Ahmad. I always Aubrey. mess up his last Aubrey. name. Aubrey. And um, little did we know, shit was going to get real after that. We are, we still, we... It's still pandemic phase, but niggas kind of forgot about the pandemic because of everything that's happened um, with the murder of George Floyd, which followed protests and more police violence and riots, looting, breaking into targets. Oh, there was a guy that just got killed. Um, no, he, yeah, sitting in the Wendy's parking lot. What was yeah, his name? Ray Sharp. Yeah, Ray. Yeah. Um, and then the guy that was hanging from the tree, like, last week. So, literally, every week, it's just been, like, countless, countless, countless events. And it's crazy. It's like, it don't even seem like we living in modern day. Like, the stuff that's happening right now is, like, stuff that happened in the 50s and 60s that mm-hmm. our grandparents and our great-grandparents had to live through. Um, so, I don't even know where to start. So, I got that clip from So so Shameless, and it stuck out to me because the way when he started talking about slavery and how slavery ended, like the term, oh, we're going to set you free. We're going to allow you to be free. And that just did not... It didn't sit well in my spirit that somebody that took our rights away and brought us here was like, okay, I'm going to set y'all free, but still not have any rights. Mm -hmm. Like we still, even once slavery ended, there was couldn't vote. It was still segregation, couldn't go to certain schools, restaurants, couldn't sit and eat in certain places. And I feel like. I don't know. I feel like even though we have those rights, those are just surface level. Like all the stuff that really is affecting us is systemic and things that we can't see, so to speak. So I was watching uh, on Netflix. Netflix has been having some heat lately. Um, This documentary series called Bobby Kennedy for President. Um, So John Kennedy's brother, he ran for president, which I did not know. Um... And a lot of the stuff that was going on when he was running and when he was a senator 
is like still the same stuff that like the clips and stuff and the stuff they was talking about when they was interviewing the the negroes quote unquote is this literally the same stuff that we're dealing with right now like it's ridiculous and then georgia just had an election and all of the polls in the georgia in the uh inner city polling places were down or they only had one working machine like that stuff is not a coincidence mm-hmm. so it's it don't make no sense um, have either of you been to any protest or um supported any causes? Um, I haven't been to any protests, but I did um like anytime I'll see things I'll repost them. Um as far as like, you know, injustices, um today I did like sign a petition for the young man who got twelve years for Kissing the seventeen-year-old girl, and I donated. Seventeen-year-old white girl. That's, that that's was important. that was at a twenty-one and up bar. So yeah, like what was her parents? Well, if she said, I mean, seventeen shit. You in college at seventeen? Some of us, but that's true. Yeah, I was in college I was. at seventeen. So, but yeah, I um, so I donated to that, and I signed the petition. But and then as far as everything else, I've been just kind of reposting. Sometimes though, like I have to take a break from Instagram and all the social media, like because it literally. You could sit on there and be on there for hours and it consumes you and it almost just make you so sad and angry and pissed off, you know. So lately I have been having to take a little break from from social media. Yeah. Same. um, Protesting, I cannot do that because I'm still afraid of coronavirus and I am susceptible to it. So I'm not about to put myself at risk. But yeah, like DeRay said, uh, definitely sharing, getting the word out, signing petitions, and donating as much as I can. As much I donate more than Virgil. Where <laughs> <laughs> his fifty dollars? <laughs> but um, no, I'm just playing. But yeah, just doing what I can from where I am. Um, I would say the same. I think, and I'm. I'm not going to say I'm too old to protest, but I did protest in the past, like when I was in college and um, Trayvon Martin happened. Like I was very community service activist, black voice on campus, but I have a daughter. I'm almost 30. For me personally, I can't take the risk of something happening to me or just being at the wrong place, wrong time. But I will use my platform to, you know, talk about the things that's happening and, you know, give other opportunity to others, the opportunity to voice their opinions. Um, I was actually going to record like a couple weeks ago and I had somebody ask me like, Oh, well, what's the topic? But I don't want to talk about, you know, what's going on right now. And I'm just like, I can't ignore what's going on. And I don't think it's fair to not discuss it just because it's heavy, because it's not going away. And I I seen something that said, um, y'all wanted to be invited to the picnic? Well, this is it. Like, yeah, the cookout. We, yeah, the, the cookout. Because there's no escaping it. Like, it's everywhere. And something got to be done. Right. Um, I see some people saying that they don't agree with looting and burning stuff down. I don't care. 
either. Burn all that shit down as far as I'm concerned because for they can build it back. Right. All these businesses got insurance. Anything that was destroyed can be built and brought back. These yeah. people that's dying at the hand of the police and these people that's getting shot and murdered in the streets by civilians that want to take the law into their hands. Them people can't be brought back. And I know it's it's bad for, like, morale as far as, like, if you own that business. Like, I, I get that. Like, you work so hard to get your business where it is and stuff like that. And then just to come in in the morning and it's no longer there. I understand that. But, again, these people got to wake up. They families got to wake up. And they, fam- they, they son or their daughter is, is dead. And then there's no justice being served by that. You can file a, a claim. Mm-hmm. But... They can't force these people to be these officers to be arrested. Like, right, it's 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 insane. So, I agree. Burn it all down and burn look. all that shit, Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Y'all remember? No. Y'all remember that little boy? He was like, delete all that shit, oh, yeah, Peggy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he said no, Peggy. The oh, Peggy was her name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> delete all that shit, Peggy. Um, I have to go back and watch that. What is a Karen story? Mm. Your best, your favorite Karen story so far? Oh, I just saw one today. So I'm not sure what race the man was. He was a uh, a man of color. Uh, I want to say he was in California, and he was spray painting like stenciling Black Lives Matter onto his. It was like a porch, like not like a porch, but kind of like a porch of his home and a white woman and her husband came up asking him uh what he was doing and what you know that they know the person who lives in that house that's his that was his house that he was spray painting on so he can do whatever he want talking about they was going to call the police and that's his house so like mind your business like it's, mm-hmm. it's just it's just if they mind their business a lot of this stuff would not be happening you got a good Karen. Uh, I feel like I only. I mean, let me go to. My I guess t- the today. You know, I haven't even went on the Karen uh, Instagram. Karen's page. going wild. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't went on there. Um, but I did see on Crime in the D today that one lady, like in Michigan, that was standing. I don't know. I couldn't really hear uh, the audio, but she was basically blocking that black lady in uh, and trying to stop her from leaving. It's like be. I run you over. I don't know if that's necessarily counted as a Karen story. It sounds like it. Um, but yeah, I like it to me. But I couldn't believe that I was like that would happen here. I'm like, man, any other girl that I know from Detroit area probably would have. They would have been in jail because they would have had to beat that bitch ass. They would. I think now it's just like laughable, like, and it's more. You know, like, I'm going to one-up you. Instead of me whooping your ass, I'm going to record you. It's going to go viral. You're going to lose, lose your job. job. All your <laughs> you are about, about to you lose your, your job. <laughs> you are about to you know lose your job. I wish you could record and call the police at the same time. Because it was this another video. It was a white man. It's, uh, right, if you only got one phone. Yeah, if you only got one phone on you. She was at the top of an apartment complex stairs. I guess she was like a door-to-door salesman or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
and he was talking about there's no soliciting nigger bitch this that and the third and he kept saying he was gonna put like come down the stairs i'm gonna punch you in your fucking face and she's like well i'm not coming down the stairs like, he's threatening me. like what so you can call the police if somebody actually threatens you like that's your legal right to, to do so or whatever um and i'm like dang i, I know she wouldn't record him but i want her to call the police too yeah they need to somebody need to develop some apps or something because and he did end up putting his hands on her when she actually went down the stairs. Too. Wow. It was messed up. Wow. I think That's it was crazy. on baller alert. Um, this man, mm-hmm. it's so many Karens that we just been seeing. It's male Karens out there too. Yeah. What is we calling them? Kevin's. Kevin's. Kevin's uh, going wild. Kevin and Karen. So I well the one Kevin was when the guys were working out in the building it was like it must have oh, been like some kind work. of office space oh, building the workout place yeah oh and, yeah that was funny and he was like you guys can't be in here and they like we have office space here mm-hmm. and he basically didn't believe them then i saw this one white woman these people were at some kind of public place it looked like an arena or some kind of sporting event place and um I think he was waiting for somebody to come outside. You know how you pull up to the front. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you can't park here. And he's like, I'm, my friend is coming out, whatever. She stands in front of the car, doesn't allow them to move. Because at this point, they're trying to leave. And he like, um, uh, what did she say? She's like, no, you can't park here. You can't park here. He, he, he starts calling her a bitch, which I... She deserved I mean, yeah. it. He, he's like, we trying to move. We trying to move now. You in the car. So they start moving the car. Oh, they're trying to run me over. They're trying to run me over. Like, lady, move your car. They want so her husband me. is like in the vicinity. And then he. Oh, you talking about your... they was like in the Mercedes Benz? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, is this, your, is this your bitch? <laughs> is this your bitch? Get your girl. Get your girl. Then. Somebody come behind the husband, take his wallet. I'm like, see, what is your business? If you would have just minded, like, I've just never mind been anywhere business. and been right. like, they shouldn't be parked there, right? Like, let me address them. Like, you don't know what somebody got in their car. Exactly, mm-hmm. you don't never approach nobody's car or their house unless you've seen somebody in public and in immediate danger. I'm minding my business, and 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 I probably still ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> you know, I did. I'm. I uh, when I was driving, I don't know where I was going, just to the store. But I was on the road going past to wherever I was going, and literally this man was like beating up on this girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop, but I'm I called the police. police. Yeah, and, and see, I've called the police like. Not just like I saw this little kid walking barefoot on the road. Oh, yeah. Like uh Aww. I was it was maybe like a week ago here in Grand Rapids. And I'm just like and it wasn't in like a residential area, like he run into the <laughs> neighbor house or nothing. It was like a, almost like a, a street with like a wooded area behind it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Where is his little where is his yeah, parent? So yeah. I'll be like I'll be I'm like everybody will probably pass him I'm calling the police. Good. Then I saw this one guy bobbing and weaving driving one time and I called the police on him. I tried to do that too, but he was going too fast. I couldn't catch it. Like he was literally, he kept driving on the side, mm. side like with, and the noise is going, and he just still just there. I'm like, oh, he he messed up or he's asleep, but he kept almost hitting me, so he mm. deserved it. But um, more of the story, mind your business. Yeah, yeah, more of the story, mind your business. Help me stop it. I would have been like, sir, excuse me. 
I no. would like to see more. Um, um, I know one thing that has stood out to me was the protest. There's like way more. Someone had made a comment like, this is sad. There's no black people out here protesting. But yeah, to me, protest. but to me, we been, we protest just when we walk out the door and try to do the right thing and go to work. Like, to me, white people and whoever other kind of people is out there, y'all should be the ones out there saying Black Lives Matter. Right. And y'all should be the ones walking and y'all should be the ones trying to speak to your family and friends to make them understand that this, what's happening to black people is not okay. Because black people already know it's not okay. Right. We need everybody else to get on board and realize that it's not okay. And black people, we've been protest- protesting consistently the f- since 60 the years. 60 70 years. Like, every decade has had some, at least one event that has caused black people to have to riot or protest. Literally every single one. And you can't say the same for uh, Latinos. You can't say the same for mm. Asian Americans. You can't say the same thing for oh, for Muslims or whatever. You can't. So, we're tired. True. I'm not protesting. Um, what do you guys think? So we said what what we have done. What's something that you can do like to go even further? Because I I can say like I could definitely be doing more. I don't know what that more looks like for me, but what's some things that you feel like we could be doing better at? I guess it's finding some type of program or volunteering. I think just so like for me with my job I think that that's that's where I'm going to be effective at. Like, I work with youth, so me just instilling in them their worth and instilling in them education, how important stuff is to better their future, better our future as a whole, is is what's going to work for me. Um, Somebody else might be, might want to run for public office. Voting, number one, is is important. Like, we all need to be expressing our vote. Um, But I think it just depends on the person. And they, whatever you're doing, you might be doing what what you're supposed to be doing in the capacity that you're doing it in already. You don't have. I don't feel like people should feel like they have to do more. You know what I'm saying? Just like you said, it's not our mess to clean up. So, Karay, what can you be doing? I don't know. I guess spreading the word more. Um. I don't know, it's just, everything is just, I guess, so frustrating to me, because it's like, I'm such a person that's like, dang, can we just all, you know, can we all get along, you know? Are you about just, to cry right now? And, oh, I'm not. It's <laughs> like, you know, like, dang, like, it's just like, I think I see the, like, the best in people all the time, and it's like, dang, like, real people are really effed up like this, or, you know, evil in, in the inside, and it's just like, wow. I don't know. Like I said, sometimes I can't even handle all this because I carry the heaviness of all these situations like with me and I'll just be thinking about it for days and sometimes I just, I'm just baffled at like, you know, that some of this stuff happens and sometimes I do feel like guilty like, dang, I could have, I should be retweeting this, I should be, you know, doing this or, you know, whatever and it's like. But at the same time, I think sometimes I, I choose not to share everything because it can be a lot for me, and it can also be a lot for somebody that's viewing it. 
So do I really want to put another negative thing on my on my timeline for somebody else to see mm-hmm. and then feel like you might feel or feel like I might feel like dang somebody else done died like mm-hmm. like I don't think I shared um about George Floyd until maybe like two or three days after everybody else did because I'm like ugh I just I just cannot emotionally deal with this right now so mm-hmm. sometimes that's it's it's that's almost like a like even though you're not experiencing it firsthand it is like a, a form of like trauma mm-hmm. um it definitely is and it's like PTSD is real Especially it is if not you choose to watch yeah. a video of somebody being yeah killed. Like, like it's it's one thing if it's a story but if it's actual footage I don't I don't think the the last time I saw a video was and it was on accident because I didn't know he was going to die in it was when Philando Castile was murdered in his car I didn't know that they actually showed the shooting. Mm-hmm. So that messed me up. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time I actually ever clicked on the video. Yeah, you'd be scared to, to see, you know, might take their last breaths and right. and that happened to someone for no... For somebody to be laying on the ground crying for their mom. Like their last breaths, they ask, crying for their mom and saying that I can't breathe. Like... You know, as a as a human, if someone's saying they can't breathe, they stop breathing, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. So, like, what else could you even say to somebody to have it, to, to have them stop? And then I've seen other things saying that, like, and it's really one of those things, like, you don't know what you're going to do if you're not there. Mm-hmm. But people like, well, why didn't anybody, everybody that was recording, why didn't they intervene? So they could get shot? If you if they killing him, yeah, wh- why wouldn't they kill me? And I saw y'all know Jay Farrell from he used to be on SNL. Yeah, he has all those impressions. The same thing, literally the same thing happened to him. The cops stopped him and then put their knee on his neck, thinking that he he fit the description of a black man wearing gray sweatpants. Mm. Name a nigga that don't wear gray sweatpants. You know it's like, crazy. What? I I don't know if y'all have seen this on social media, but it's probably like. My favorite, like, ooh, yes, like, moment. But, uh, and I don't know how old it is, but I came across it. Um, and it's, like, the the black guy or whatever. And he he's, like, smoking a cigarette kind of, like, on an outside, like, bar or restaurant area. And the police come up to him and they, like, um, he's, like, he said you look like you, you look like uh, you did it or you fit the description or whatever. He was like, so just because I look like it, he was like, I could say you look like, I don't know the name he used, but Nate, let's say that. I could say you look like Nate, so you're Nate. <laughs> you know, and he's like, uh, he's like, just because, you know, you assume something. Mm-hmm. So then that pisses the police officer off. So he starts arresting him. And, and I guess the, he didn't know, like, the guy was, like, either a police officer or FBI agent or whatever. Because mm-hmm. he... Whatever he was doing, he must have been, like, either off-duty or undercover because he had on, like, a white tee and, like, he looked real casual. Yeah, he looked like... So, he's put him in handcuffs and da-da-da-da-da. And he's, like, um, somebody's recording one of his friends and he's, like, wait, wait today, wait today, see this. So, it's, like, an aha moment. He's, like, check my ID. And then they, um, they look at it. And it's, like, three cops. It's, like, even they supervisors, like, over there and everything. And then they look at his ID, and they didn't already, he didn't let them put him in handcuffs and everything. Uh, like, okay, yeah. And so then, once they look at his ID, they, like, let him go because of whatever they, you know, discovered. Mm-hmm. And he like, yeah, and I want everybody badge you know, right. number. I want your badge number. I want your badge number. 
Yes. And I was like, oh, see that little boy? tell him. What he say? Oh, uh, that little Yeah, that little boy. Oh, yeah. Little baby goofy ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, what, um, what does uh, Washington say in um, training day? day? I'm putting cases on all oh, you. Oh, <laughs> all you motherfuckers. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Man, and I, I had said um the other day, like, I would have been a first slave lynch because <laughs> you think, like, I just don't even know how to allow somebody to talk to me crazy. Like, I get on my mama if she starts talking to me but crazy. But you in 2000, whatever. No, but like, I'm just saying, that, like, if you had your current 17. mind... If you had your current mindset a hundred years ago, because yeah. there's people that had our mindset and they died, they yeah. lost their life. Or mm-hmm. you had people that was on the slave ship that jumped off in chains, knowing they was going to die because mentally I'd rather die than yeah, be like at the hand of this Black white man. Yeah. Yeah. I would have, I would have been the first nigga mm-hmm. on the chopping block. Like I wouldn't have made it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have watched, um, uh, so many people got like free black movies, so we watched Just Mercy. Excellent movie. And we watched Queen and Slim last night. And what what got me the most about Just Mercy was that it took place and I was born. Yeah. So it was just like this wasn't even in the fifties and sixties right. where we were still fighting to have civil rights and equal opportunities. Like mm-hmm. this was in the eighties. Yeah. And actually, it was the late late eighties, and his 90s. trial was in the nineties. Right. They had no DNA by this time. DNA evidence one, is a thing. Witness. They had one witness who they put on death row uh, because he wouldn't testify against him. Um, they had no weapon. They literally just pulled that man out of thin air and said, "We're going to pin this rape on you." Because literally. He was Messing with a, a white girl, a white woman. So, Becky's. I'm gonna keep my opinion to myself. I want to get canceled. <laughs> but um, and it's just crazy to think. Um, I don't remember the young man's name, but we was talking about it right before we recorded. That you know the guy that kissed a 17 year old and is sentenced to. Girl. That's important. A seventeen-year-old white girl. Because if it wouldn't, this wouldn't be an issue if she was black. No, it wouldn't. It it could be, but he wouldn't have got no twelve years. Right. Yeah. But kiss him twelve. And it's years? just like who? What? Even if you are a court-appointed lawyer, come on, man, twelve years. Like you couldn't do no better than that. Mm-hmm. Please go sign a petition for that young man, Albert if, Wilson. Yeah. Because that's. I baby going that was on Netflix. The the young man who Khalif Brower. Yeah, him. Who they thought he took like a backpack or something like crazy like that, or and he ended up. He was just in jail. He he wasn't even. He didn't even get his trial. 
I think he was just in jail for like five years waiting trial. And mm. Yeah. Doing yep. They because they because they couldn't find the person because the person went back to their country or whatever. Mm. So they couldn't even find the person, produce the the person that had filed the complaint. But so they just kept leaving him in there. Mm. And after being in there, he was just so mentally fucked up that he couldn't even function and couldn't didn't even want to live. You know, mm-hmm. ended up killing himself like over somebody else's mistake or. Or him, just the color of his skin being the wrong color. Mm-hmm. So he deserved to go sit in the in a jail and his life wasted. Right. And, you know, even after that, he tried to go to college. Like, and he, I think he did end up getting a degree or whatever, but them demons. Yeah, of being PTSD. There, yeah. Should have. Say it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to move on to Insecure. <laughs> Um, again, we haven't recorded in a few weeks, and the last time we talked about Insecure was right after the block party, I believe. Um, and we discussed, like, was Molly wrong? Was Issa wrong? I was the only person that felt like Issa was wrong, but I didn't think that Molly should have went so ham on her. But to me, she could have handled that differently. Um, so a couple different things that Insecure touches on is Lawrence and Issa. They met up for dinner. They had like a whole little, I think they started off at a bar and they went to dinner and then they like went to some little art thing, art thing outside. And they went back home. Then they went back home. Had that little nightcap. So I think okay. so they they discussed a lot in that episode in regards to their relationship. Um and as the viewer, you kind of think like, damn, had they discussed this while they was in the relationship, maybe Issa wouldn't have cheated and Lawrence could have got it together sooner and maybe y'all niggas never wouldn't have broke up. Right. Have you ever had that conversation to like end a relationship? Like closure mm, I guess so but it was like well after the relationship was over I but mean I, that's I what there is yeah. yeah I mean it's like two years post breakup yeah that's true mm-hmm. yeah I guess so how did that conversation go it was kind of awkward <laughs> because I, I felt like I was I was pretty clear on why the relationship ended mm-hmm. but he thought the reason that I wanted to end the relationship was because of me listening to opinions of other people, and that wasn't the case. So I was like, no, nigga. You had too many red flags, and I wasn't really with it. So here we are. So Did it? Um, no, I don't feel like I ever had that talk because I feel like all my relationships and all that ended... Ended on bad notes previous. I mean, theirs the did too, now, but, but because they had mutual friends, yeah. they kind of were always forced to be cordial. Mm-hmm. And see, like, yeah, I never had that situation. So it was like, F you, go die, <laughs> have a nice life. And, you know, and I, you know, I haven't, I've been in the wrong or I've been in the relationship, others have been in the wrong, but either way, we ain't coming back for no closure. Um, so I've had a closure conversation before the relationship actually ended Mm -hmm. and it was a more so like, I'm feeling like we not going to be in this too much longer, 
But on my end, I was kind of like, you know, I can say I, I tried and I'm happy we did try because now we know that we could never be together. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like that conversation. Um, we never really had like a post breakup closure conversation. I'm sure we never will because I ain't got nothing to say. Um, what about with a friendship? Have you ever stopped being friends with somebody and was like, y'all had that final conversation? Yes. And yes and no. So, you talking about, bit? okay. So, I guess with me, my friend, my best friend from high school, we stopped being friends, but then... You know, like a year or two later, I was just like, I felt this way at that time. And, you know, this is what she was doing that made me feel some type of way and hurt my feelings. And she was like, you're right. I was blah, blah, blah. And now we, we've been back cool or whatever for some time now. But, yeah, at the time, I was just like, damn, so this fuck me, huh? Like, mm -hmm. like we ain't been friends all the high school. And then you get your new college friends and it's just like. That like college and high school friend transition is hard. Yeah, not a lot it of is, but it ain't it. gotta be because we both. I went to Grand Valley. She went to a school that was in in Grand Rapids, so not far. It's not like we just was across the state. You know. No, I'm just saying, like intertwining your old friends with your new friends. Yeah. Because I kind of had issues with that. Yeah. Um, I I can only think of one situation, uh, which was like. I had a friend that I was friends with for six years. We were we knew each other since we were sixteen. We were college roommates, um, majority for like four years. So, um, and our friendship ended on basically nothing. Yeah, but it just, I don't even. It, it just it just <laughs> escalated so bad that it was just got so bad. But it the purpose of the fight, like it literally had no base. Yeah, and so. I mean, we never ever sat down and like talked and had any kind of closure, uh, but we did run into each other and kind of was like cordial and was like, hey, you know, sorry that that happened, but like we never talked about, you know, ever sat down and talked about it or anything. And we was like, you know, we was roommates, we was friends, we, you know, was it just like it. one bad fight just ended it all? Yeah, basically, it was like ruined, like. Most of our pictures from colleges together, I'm like, oh shit, can't post this on Throwback Thursday, dang. Yeah. Like me and her, we ain't had no bad fight. It was just like grew, grew apart type of thing. Like I felt like I just kept getting left out. Like y'all, y'all, y'all wasn't gonna tell me y'all was going mm -hmm. to the bar. Y'all yeah. wasn't gonna come scoop me up. Yeah. Like I'm just seeing pictures on Facebook and like, dang, I ain't doing nothing. I'm at the crib. Let let me know. I can meet y'all there. Yeah. So I just start feeling like, well, dang, I guess you know you don't want to be my friend no more. So. Yeah. Have you? Um, yeah, I've spoken on it before. We had a conversation, but she still, to me, because I apologize. Basically, I was about to whoop her ass. I ain't even going to sugarcoat it. She said something. I was offended. I tried to let it go. But then late, a little later in the night, when I brought it to her attention, what she said that I was offended by, it was like she was offended that I even brought it to her attention. So it just escalated, escalated, escalated. And 
I was ready to fight by the end of the escalation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was basically ready to fight and I did not touch her, but I was close. And I felt the next day I did feel really bad because I should never allow anybody to get me so upset to where I want to put hands on them. Because we was in Ann Arbor and I could have went to jail easy uh, for fighting. But when I, you know, was explaining to her, like, this is what you said to make me get there. She was just kind of like, well, I'm sorry if you took it that way. Or I'm sorry that I, you know, it was a half-assed apology and we just kind of let it go from there. Yeah. Um, But I would... I would have liked that closure. It was it's awkward because certain we can, we don't get invited to the same places. If she's there, I'm not invited. If I'm there, she's not invited. If it's at someone's house, I'm not gonna go. Like it would be easier if we were cordial, but we not. So it is what it is. And it did used to irritate me that I wasn't, like you said, like, well, y'all didn't invite me to this. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was the only person always being excluded. Like, it wasn't, like, even. Like, it yeah. was always me not being invited or I'm not, I can't go. Or I'll be on my way and they'll be like, oh, uh, she on the way too. Okay, well, did y'all call and tell her I was on the way? Like, y'all calling me. Right. As if I was the one that was just solely wrong, and that wasn't the case. Um, but whatever. Because I mean, at, at some point, it's like you, you know, we ain't even gotta be friends. We could, we don't even gotta be cordial. We I thought talk. we eventually. You I know? thought that we could get cordial, uh-huh. but she was still holding on to like, I don't know what the fuck. To be honest, she was still holding on to some shit. So. I was just like, well, I'm not about to keep... Because at one point, I would speak like when I would see her. Mm-hmm. Until I didn't get enough. And then uh, I would speak when I would see her, and she wouldn't say nothing back. Um, so I'm not about to keep talking, and you you not saying hi. Like, right. you got me fucked up. Because right. now I'm going to fight you again. <laughs> Bitch, didn't you see me say hi? <laughs> Period. Um... So that was kind of like, whatever. It is what it is. Um. So what else? What else about that cl- closure conversation with Lawrence and Issa? Anything? I think it's just just a testament to the fact that it's important to have them. Yeah. Especially if y'all end on a a bad note like that. But but at the same time, one could be like, well, you cheated on me. So what conversation do we need to have? But what led up to that cheating exactly. is what the conversation had they, is. If they had that conversation that they had at that dinner before he even bought the ring, because he was like, I bought a ring, but you wasn't even telling her like your true feelings about the relationship or about yourself. Right. Um, another thing they touched on in Insecure is Nathan being bipolar. Um. And it it gives you more insight of why he ghosted her the last season. Y'all got any bipolar friends? Probably. Yeah, um, probably. Probably or so. But friends I mean, with mental issues. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I yeah, definitely believe that's a real thing. I'm a 
going to school to help people like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. Could so Nathan? You see Nathan and Issa like trying to bond this friendship, which is kind of one sided because. It doesn't seem like Issa was ever trying to get back with Nathan, even after he helped her with the black party. Mm-hmm. But Nathan still kind of like, man, you he fucking your ex. Man. He got he. I don't even know. Sometimes you know it's just like back then they want me now. I'm hot. They all on me. Like now she back. He know she back with Lawrence, and he just a little bit closer, trying to pack the box a little closer. You know what I'm saying? Even though I don't know, he probably did like her. For her even without Lawrence being back in the picture. I think he did. I'm just talking shit. But he it, he probably was trying to get that that old thing back, but I just feel like her trying to be friends with him, like after they had already Is that a bad idea? Messed up is, is not a good idea. Be like, Cause sometimes when a girl or a man get a, get they get into a relationship, they just be like, Okay, well now nah, I'm not you know, gonna talk to that person. But you at least gotta let him know, give him the opportunity to decide if they want to be your friend because he might not or she might not even want to be cool with you after that it seems like they make good friends though like even when they first met Mm -hmm. like they was vibing in the uh party live then they had that little day date like when they got together then you know they had a good time at um where'd they go coachella so i think that like they kind of started up they kind of started a friendship and they was cool like they vibe off each other well they could have possibly been in a relationship had he had he not not ghosted ghosted. but we know why but then remember molly turned that nigga away on her birthday yeah fucking molly yep she next on the list molly and andrew did his brother go too hard on the vacation His brother, and I think this is what she was trying to get across. Asians <laughs> relate more to white people as, as, as far as being a minority because a lot of Asians are successful. Um, a lot of Asians do live in their, you know, nice neighborhoods and go to decent schools and have tight-knit families. So they might not understand where we're coming from, even though they do get discriminated against. That's not a question at all. But when the whole, when the towel, the towel situation came up, and the, the girl talking about she needs to see her key card, he like, you know, not understanding why it was such a big deal. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if he went too hard. He just didn't understand. I feel like he was. She like, went too hard. She normally do that shit. I feel like she he was like hard. just ignorant to. Like, oh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, not listening to why I'm And it's like... He an all-lives-matter type of nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think... I mean, I definitely think that the lady was being shady because she was was black. um, And I think he just was not... It's not his fault, but he just was ignorant to it. And... Sometimes you just need to agree. If if, if that's that's, that's your, your friend or your man's girl or whatever... Like you right, you right, Molly. Like fuck her. But I mean, yeah. that's not sometimes niggas do be wrong though. Like she don't know that them people didn't show their key because they were already there when she pulled up mm-hmm. to get the towels. 
And if she's saying like, oh, I have to have a key card, that girl could have been on her third warning. You, if you give away another tile without a key card, right. that's your job. Like, that is her job to show the key card. And why is it such a big deal for you to want to get the show the key card? But in the same sense, like, and I'm trying to think of how. Some stuff is not always a race thing, but, but black people do be feeling like, oh, it's because I'm but, black. But we shouldn't have to think always. it. Like, if, if everything was was how it's supposed to be, it wouldn't. It shouldn't even be something that we question. Right. But because things aren't how they are supposed to be, we do have to question, did this happen to me because mm-hmm. of race? Like, I, I took a, um, a multicultural counseling class uh, last semester, and... We were, I can't think of the word, but basically my teacher was talking about, like, a situation that happened to him, and he was saying that every time, like, he has to, has to think, like, oh, did this happen to me because I'm, because I'm black, and a lot of, like, students, you know, I was, I was the only black female in the class, and there was, like, one black male, and everybody else was uh, white, or something else, and... They're just like, oh my god, that's absurd. Why do you think that? And it's just like, mm. like that's that's a black person's reality. Like, mm. you know, did this happen to me because I think I'm- education plays a part in it too? Because I work in HR, and HR includes everyone, and rules apply to everyone. I'm really more like, no, that's the rule. And I done got called a black bee over the phone because some I'm just enforcing what it is for everyone. Nigga, you did three no-call, no-shows in a row. You're fired. It's not because you're black. It's because that's the policy. Right. I did not give you the towel because you, you're black, but you ain't had your key card. That you that's the policy. You know what's crazy, though? That doesn't <laughs> remind me of a situation when I used to work at, uh, used to work at Enterprise. And this guy came in, and he had so it's a black guy. He came in with his white uh, girlfriend, and he was trying to do some shady stuff. Uh, he was trying to use her debit card and use his license and just some shit. To like, dude, no, we can't do this. He like, oh, whatever, y'all trying, y'all just trying to be like this against me. Like, no, this is the policy. Like, mm-hmm. we can't do this. And I, he looking at me like, oh, cause we the same color. Like, I'm gonna yeah. come up and break the rules. No, homie. I'm about to lose my job. Like, right. no. So then he ended up getting pissed at me and he called me a house nigga. Oh, I was, I'm like, I have never, the crazy thing is, I've never had, I've never been called a nigga or a nigger by like a white person. I've never, fortunately, I haven't had any like racial issues. Uh, I, I, I did have one time a guy called me a black bitch in traffic, but. I kind of almost killed him. He was on a motorcycle. I ain't see him in my on my side. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, I was just like, dang! Like the first time that this happened to me is from a black, a black male, yeah. and he's sitting here with his white girlfriend. Like that was just so like, oh man, I was pissed. I called the whole everybody in the whole area. I was like, don't if you rent a car to him, and so he didn't get a car that day because I called the whole the whole Grand Rapids. Mm. Area, mosquito, everything. He wasn't getting caught that day, but I just was like baffled that that happened. It's like, like I'm like, look, I'm just trying to do my job, you know. And so, 
It wasn't I was like I was trying to treat you any different this because you. 53. And going back to the towel girl at the resort, she wasn't rude. Like, it'd be different if she was like, nah, you gotta have your key card. No, not giving it to you. She was like, sorry, that's the policy. Like, she wasn't being a bitch. Yeah. Now, if she was popping off at the mouth, like, getting smart, that's a different story. Like, nah, like, bitch, you, you ain't here. Yeah. You key. Yeah, yeah, like, that was never the exchange. So, Molly just take shit too far every time mm-hmm. um have y'all ever been on a vacation yeah i, I, I had a bay yeah i mean do like a road trip count somewhere i ain't never been on a vacation that's I, sad i have of course you have with my bae. we've actually about to go on y'all the... are engaged i know but this was before then too oh you've been popping um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i knew to this <laughs> um at the end of that particular episode, when Molly and Andrew went to Mexico, Molly calls her therapist. Um, why do y'all think she stopped going to therapy? It could be she was just tired of dealing with the reality of her own mm. fucked upness. Yeah. It could have been a lot of work for her to continue. Um, Personally, coming from a that type of background... I think sometimes people either they stop coming either because they feel like oh I don't need this no more I'm healed and it's like you know sometimes you are at a place where you don't need therapy and then sometimes you know the therapist doesn't think you're ready to to be done but the person's like oh no I'm good I'm good I know I'm good and you know and and they just stop coming or they don't want to come to appointments anymore and then um, I also think the third reason is because sometimes the rapport with the, the particular therapist and that person isn't good. And it like it's like they, you know, they might need therapy, but that's just not that's not the therapist for them yeah, and like yeah. to help them work with what they going through. Um, so I think that those are like the, the different the reasons. And sometimes you can be good and in a place, but then you get something triggers you it takes you back a couple steps and you do need to go to therapy again yeah so i haven't personally done therapy but i do believe that people stop going because they don't like you said want to face the reality of their life molly when she was going to therapy in the beginning she wasn't even telling the therapist about all the stuff that was happening like I had rewatched all the seasons. She had slipped up and mentioned Dro, and the therapist was like, "Who's Dro?" Mm-hmm. So she was only allowing the therapist to see certain aspects of her life right. and not the full right. picture. Right. That's and I feel like, what's the point of even going if you're not even going to mention Dro? Was one of the primary reasons she needed to go to therapy, and you yeah. don't even mention that relationship and it being an open relationship. She knew it was wrong. Well, she it wasn't, wasn't wrong she knew, she because felt it was, they like had an open relationship. Yeah, she it wasn't wrong in that aspect because everybody knew what was going on. But something inside her felt like that was wrong. That's why yeah. she didn't share it. Or she didn't want to be judged. And but see, therapists ain't supposed to judge you. Yeah, they ain't supposed to judge. Everything is confidential. Black people, go to therapy. Not, yes, please. I'm going to rid of the stigmatism. I'm going to. I've been in kind of therapy and within school, like classmates you know will 
we'll do sessions with each other but before I actually become a counselor, they recommend that you do therapy. So I like want to get, I want to have my own therapist. But I think it's, I think it's good to have somebody to talk to that's not biased, mm-hmm. that doesn't, like you know, know you, don't know your life. Yeah, and so, yeah, I'm a fine one. Yeah. But so many the stigmatism or stigma, not stigmatism, but the stigma uh, is that you know. Only crazy people go to therapy, and you know black people don't do that, and that's that's. I feel that's like more and more black people are acknowledging that therapy <laughs> is okay. Yeah, I hope, I feel like that too, especially with our generation. Yeah. I need to get a therapist on here. Therapist, I, hit me up. I, I, I got you. You want some therapists? No, not you. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about <laughs> I know therapists. Oh, are they Stop black? Clicking, yes. That's gonna be in the oh my bad. Yes, I know. I know. I know Native American, white, black, biracial, all kinds of therapists. Um. So the final tidbit about Molly and Andrew is season finale. They break up. And Spoiler alert. yeah, sorry. But no, you should have watched it. It's gonna be Wednesday. Put that in the comments. <laughs> um, they break up. And Andrew's like, I'm tired of bending over backwards for you. Like, everything is always on your terms. And he's like, what are you fighting for? And she couldn't even answer the question. And I feel like she was just trying to prove Issa wrong. Right. That's what I said. That's what I thought. Like, she, because once they fell out over the whole Andrew, Nathan, block party situation, she Issa said, you don't have to worry about me fucking your relationship up. You're going to do that yourself. And lo and behold... That's pretty much what happened. The only thing I don't agree with is the fact that Andrew really never said anything that I noticed to let Molly know that he wasn't happy with what was going on. He didn't Mm -hmm. like the fact that... He would just be quiet. He just would be quiet. And so now, you're going to wait till everything just kind of boil over inside of you to break up with me? That's whack. Yeah, but me having been in relationships where it just seemed like every single thing turns into an argument you really just start to pick and choose your battles and you you do start suppressing your own feelings and your own emotions you You know he didn't but even if he did start to it was always shut down like he had you know mentioned like oh my brother's in town blah 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 she shuts it down Mm -hmm. when they went back to the room to talk about it like she's just so overbearing with her reactions to things like every time I say something it's a problem so now I'm not saying nothing true ouch what you think about yeah I definitely think he should have spoke up sooner instead of just I don't know. Just waiting until the end. Yeah, just waiting until he was fed up and was like, F this. It's over. Because I'm like, dang, did you really even love me? Did you? Did you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> tell me, me. We need to talk about this. So, yeah, I think that, I thought that was kind of, I, I didn't, I don't know, that kind of came out of out of left field right. when he said that. I was like, wait a minute, y'all like, just dang, went on vacation. She like, I just wanted to take a nap real quick. Shit, damn. Nah, it's over. <laughs> nah, it's over. But the, it be that one small thing that happened. Yeah. And you just be like, you know what? <laughs> I don't give a fuck oh, about you, bitch. But you know what's crazy? Like, I feel like I've been, like, in the Andrew spot before. Like, 
I feel like it's more women that do it. Yeah, I feel like I've been sure. in the Angie spot. I've like, definitely been. You know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna let that slide. Okay, I'm gonna, okay, all right. And you then it'd be the I'm one like, time. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so. definitely been, Andrew. We cut off after an hour. Yeah. Um, Molly, I mean, shoot. I ain't even write down Issa and Molly. Lawrence and Issa. So Lawrence basically tells us he got a new job, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been in a long distance relationship? No. Yes. Yeah. And that shit don't work. So. That shit don't it work. It do not work. For it nothing. don't. It's like, yeah. That are, I, and I do All believe. Right, you, I guess you know your capabilities. I know people that were in relationships. Yeah. And they've made it. They've made it work, and they've gotten back together, and they've ended up married with kids and stuff like that. And it's like, dang, how you do that? But no, I just I feel like you know your capabilities, and you know if you're the type of person. I've been that long distance that. talking, <coughs> and that ain't working either. Yeah. So I know I, I couldn't do no long distance relationship. I'm like, I either gotta go with you, or we gotta be over because. Yeah. Man, even like, especially once you know your love language and you know what you desire out of a relationship and what you need in a relationship. Like, I've been halfway talking to somebody that lives just in Detroit, which is only 30 minutes. But with their work schedule, my work schedule, having a child and you still be going like some a week or however long without seeing each other. And if you desire to be around that person or your love language is quality time like mm-hmm. that's a burden too and that's only straight up 94 so i know i couldn't be in no long yeah. distance or relationship or touch you know you need to be yeah i was gonna say that yeah too. or everybody gonna be cheating on each other shit long distance so yeah um condola is condo is it lauren's baby Cause the timeline ain't really making sense. If break, y'all been break, paying break attention. The to- okay, so um they laughed. they were together Thanksgiving. The block party was in January. This is literally what they put on the screen. So I'm not making this up. So this is a couple weeks after the block party that Lawrence and Issa have been talking. This puts Condola at almost three months. But most women do find out they're pregnant when they're around three months. Yeah. I, Six I, weeks I feel to like I three did. months. I, I ain't know until, shit, I was like almost four. I was like, uh, I expected Bradley to be like a little little a uh, little thing of jelly or something. Like spot. And I went in there, that nigga had eyes. He turned and looked at me and was kicking his leg. I said, wait a minute now. I said, oh. How I'm big is you in there? <laughs> we must have miscalculated. Yeah, <laughs> should be too. Yeah, that's true because when I went and they had asked me like, you know, what was the date of your last cycle? And I gave them the date and they were basically like, well, based off of how big the fetus is, like you seven weeks. And I was just like, oh. but I, I real life had my cycle on this. I'm for real. It's in the app. I had it. Ain't no way I'm seven weeks. They're like, mm, no, you seven weeks. And I was like, oh, wow. wow. The same same thing happened to me. So I don't I don't think she lying about how I don't know. She ain't say how far along she was, but my only thing with her is like, 
only thing. I got a few things. Oh, I was about to say, like, um, like, is she... So, first, when she started the conversation, when she was, like, because... Like, uh, and me and Jessica actually went back and looked at this because, like, when she was oh, acting yeah. like she didn't want to have a family during Thanksgiving, and then all of a sudden she's like, Oh, you know, I want this baby, I want to have this baby. And I'm like, Dang, because she like, Dang, I lost him, maybe this is my way to get back. But then when she gave him the out, was like, You know, if you don't want to be in this kid life, I was like, mm, Is she saying that because she, like, really genuinely is like, You know, I don't care what you want. Like, I want this baby. I'm not getting rid of this baby. Or she, like, I know what type of person you are. And I know that, I'm, you know, like, you won't be able to turn it back on I mean, some women just don't believe in abortions. Yeah. Like, I said when I was pregnant with Kennedy, I was, I had nothing compared to what I have now. I didn't have a new car. I didn't have in my own place. I was making, like, minimum wage, basically, at that time, like, $9 an hour. I lived with my parents, and I had a baby. I wouldn't, I don't even, can't even say I'd have a baby now, having with all that I have. Yeah. And I had a baby at, you know, 22. So, you, she's she's clearly over 30. She got a good job. She got it together. She's uh got money. So, I mean, she, she can afford to have a baby. Yeah, and so that's what I'm like. Maybe you know it is genuine that she just, or maybe, maybe she didn't have too many abortions already, and she, she like, I'm gonna keep this one. Yeah, you can't be out here just using that as birth control. You gotta take accountability you for your actions. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it'll um, be interesting to see how it play out. I, it might not be his baby though. Theory. Um, so we was like, me and Jessica was watching. We was like, Daddy, this is just. Like Almost the like the game. Yeah. I thought the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like this. Is, and yeah, it's like dang, like she cheats, Issa cheats, and you know then he go on and move on. Wait, and, you talking about Melanie and Derwin? Yeah, yeah Melanie oh, cheated, Derwin on Derwin. cheated on Derwin. Well, Derwin, Derwin cheated, cheated on, Melanie. on Melanie. Oh, see, okay, that's probably the only difference. Yeah, thing. and they broke up. What uh, Camille, Camille on here? Or not? Not no, with the, the, the teacher. Or yeah. Something. Oh. Well, she didn't cheat. She was just. Talking was, to other people. Yeah. No, she did. She had the bathroom sex. Remember with the oh the hottie. What yeah. was his name? Dark skin guy. It was a light skin doctor. What to say together? But she oh, cheated though. Yeah. I don't, I think don't they was know. Together, I don't know. She got her yeah. her white coat after they broke up. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. She had a little whole face. Yeah, she did. The game, that quality television, (laughs) that was good. She had a little whole face. She did, yeah. But it was a similar. It's yeah, similar circumstances. So, do you guys think Issa and Lawrence could be together? I do. I think so. I never wanted them to get back together. I did. I didn't care either way. I just feel like in romantic comedies and in sitcoms. It's always the the ex that got away. And in real life, that don't always happen. Mm-hmm. I do know people who were exes, dated other people, got back together. But I know way more people that don't get back together with their ex. Like, sometimes that nigga just needs to be left. There you go. Then that's how you know. Got to the stoplight, then I made for a right. Come back where I started, and you're back in my life. Can't do that part because I can't hit that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And you just gotta be prepared, learn from whatever the mistakes was. 
that's how I am. Like, I just l- take from my own, even if it wasn't a relationship, like if I was talking to somebody or dating somebody and I know, you know, like Sino said, you got to notice the patterns. I bring that up all the time and I be like, eh, no nigga, last nigga did this, deuces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes it's meant to be and if it's meant to be, yeah. it's meant to be, you know. Yeah, sometimes so like she's not gonna. I don't know. If she, I don't know though, cause like she gonna have to swap. I do off. want Issa to be happy, and that's what kind of upset me. It's just like, damn, Issa can never catch a break. Every time she's on a high, mm-hmm. something happens, and that's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> she deserves to get like, her dang, happy. She just ending. got dying and dashed on the like. Last- yeah, like literally, she had the shit. block party, had an amazing block party. Fell Molly goes in. Yeah. Then she has her little, I'm going to have a me day. Oh, I met some new friends. They dine and dash her with the bill. Mm-hmm. Then you're on the high. Lawrence gets this job. Y'all talking about y'all future. Great, amazing day. Hooked up with Nathan. We on good terms. Then boom, okay. Tiffany fucking missing. Oh, yeah. Damn, I forgot about Tiffany. And then, boom. Lauren. Condolences is pregnant. Got a <laughs> baby. Happy birthday, Tupac. Yeah. Um, What y'all think about the postpartum aspect of Insecure with Tiffany? I'll let y'all speak on that. I, I mean, I, did you have postpartum, Dore? I didn't have postpartum, but I know I do believe that it is a real thing because literally being at home during those three months with my son, like I had some moments like, you know what? I gotta just walk away from your little ass because <laughs> you about to drive me crazy. I'm really, you know, I had, I literally probably. I had moments where I cried. Like, he'd cry and I'd just be crying. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, uh-huh. and I could see how it definitely can be. It could be a lot. And it, it's a real thing. And I know people that have literally taken their life because of postpartum. Mm. So, it, it's, a, it's a mental illness and... And it can be real, so, you know, if you're feeling that way, get help. There's so, you know, there's help out there. Somebody willing to, to lend a hand. You might feel like you're alone, a single mom, or or maybe your partner just ain't doing enough to help. But there's always other options, but that's definitely a real thing. And sometimes you do just need shit. You need time to get away and be by yourself when I... When I first had Bradley, I used to like literally go to Myers and I'd be going for like an hour and a half. Myers like, "Hello, are you okay? Are you, are you coming back?" And I was just, just like, walking down every aisle <laughs> twice, both directions. <laughs> just sometimes you just needed a second to to yourself to trying to figure, you know, just trying to get back to normal and feel like yourself again and and just. Oh man, I knew something was up after the black party because when she they got a call about the baby, she stayed. She was like, "Can you just go and I stay?" I was like, "Oh shit, she about to had a postpartum." So had yeah, a postpartum. I think it was. I think it was good too, like for her mental state to just get away. It sucks that she didn't feel like she could say something though to her husband. Yeah, 
and have to just run off. Yeah, at least she ain't shake the baby. That's good. Yes. Yes. That, that's I'm like, yeah, if you get away, Don't just harm the baby. So, because some people take it a different route and then. I was listening to the Black Girl Experience podcast. Shout out to Jasmine on there. But one thing she brought up that I didn't think about was how um, when they did finally find her, um, that her husband just, you know, embraced her. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times they'd be like, B, where was you at? Why, why you ain't been answering the phone? Like, it could have went a completely different way, but yeah. I like the fact that they didn't take it there. Like yeah. he and was it's supportive. Good that they even showed that aspect of pregnancy because most shows just show you the the happiness, the baby yeah. shower. You know, the baby's here, cute, mm-hmm. cute little baby pictures. They don't show you the real. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the waking up every three hours and being mm-hmm. depressed and. I always say I have prepartum. I was my most depressed while pregnant. Uh-huh. <laughs> Once the baby came, it was like, oh, I'm back to myself again. Yeah. But while pregnant, I don't know who that lady was. <laughs> she was crazy. <laughs> Pray for her. Um, I don't really have time for a scenario. One got to go. And I might have did this already. My bad if I did. <laughs> Soul food, seafood, barbecue, or dessert? I already know which one you're going to say. I'm going to go with... Say, okay, say them again. Soul food, seafood, barbecue, or dessert? Barbecue can go. Barbecue can go for me, too. Because I'm eating cookies, cakes, pies. Seafood can go for me. Because I'm allergic to it. Yeah, she likes seafood. I I like seafood, but... She need an I haven't had any in a a while, so... She used to eat it up until now. Mexican food, soul food, dessert, or barbecue, since you allergic to... Mexican food. Can go? No, quesadilla? What? No, No, nachos? No, burritos? No. No. Uno, dos, no, tres, chietato. No, because I need need soul food. I need some dressing and macaroni and cheese. Right. And candy yams. Right. And I need some barbecue in my life. And... I, I, I like. I, mean, I got a Krispy Kreme donut. I've never been like, "Ooh, I want some barbecue." Like, really? I ain't never said that. I, me, I, like, either. literally, I can almost like in the summertime, I could barbecue. Everything tastes so good on the grill. It's like chicken. You cook it in the house, yeah, but when you cook it on the grill, oh my goodness, yes, chicken is better on the grill. Everything's know. better on the grill, but charcoal grill, yes, they're better on there. I wish y'all jam of the week. Dang. Dang, I don't even know. Come on, man. Y'all not new Dang. to the show. Oh, you don't be wanting to remind people what we're going to talk about. You know we going to end with the same two things. <laughs> One got to go. Jam of the week. Jam of the week. My jam of the week is Chloe and Hallie do it. Oh, my God. Ooh, yeah, of course. Ooh, you like listen to that. Do, 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 do. And that's just how we do it. Do it. Oh, you know, I do have one. I know I'm going to and I'm kind of, it's a, a new song. It's it's a, it's old to a lot of people, but it's kind of new to me because I'm always late to the new music. Um, Tori's, Tori Lane's, Jerry Sprunger. I found myself. Bro, that's already on there. Pick another one. It's so, I know it's old, but I really like that song. Um, Pick again. <laughs> I'm probably going to get in trouble for this one. Oh, no, I got, no, I think I, I think that's on my too. Um, 
Dang, I don't know. I really don't. Come on, man. I don't have. All the music we've been listening to this week. What song stuck out? Jaleesa. I'm going to pick more songs for y'all. Oh, I do like that. Oh, let's go with Outstanding by the Gap Band. Outstanding. Who? The Gap Band? Don't ask her. I don't know them. <laughs> Whoever they You know the be. song, you probably just don't recognize Bro, don't be knowing, bro. I don't you know. know the song. I don't listen to old school. Don't judge me, people. Okay, know. what's your jam of the week? I don't really have one. That's because I haven't been riding in the car. That's where I get Yeah, that's kind of where I get messed yeah, up. Yeah, I go actually. to the care of the music on the radio, and I just like, uh, I like that. Because I don't got to commute to work, even though work is only five minutes away. Alright, my honorary, I'm going to pick a song for DeRay, Baby by Ashanti. Baby? <laughs> baby, baby, oh. baby, 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 baby. No, not I know, that baby. I know, I just <laughs> You have to sing the, the new one? That's all baby. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have one? Five? I really don't. I don't have any Jamie. Wow. I, I guess I'll be, listen, I'll be listening to the same songs for like a good month or two. What did that mean? You got a jam. I, but they're like already on there. So, oh. I just, yeah. you know. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I promise I'm not going to leave y'all hanging for four weeks again. The lies. The lies. No, because I was consistent for like four months. <laughs> but it's just with the pandemic and social distancing and recording. Um, I, I hated recording virtually like. I hated it. I hated the sound. I hated everything about it. But I should be good now, even if it is only with one other person. Some things to look out for is possibly a permanent co-host. I'm still on the works on that. Um, Possibly getting on YouTube soon. And recording in an actual studio so y'all can see like actual behind the scenes footage of that and getting that on YouTube. So I definitely got some things planned before the end of 2020. Y'all want to give out y'all Instagrams? Follow me at Kelly R-H-O-L-A-N-D, Kelly Rowland. Come on, (laughs) I'm just like, uh. And you can follow me at um, at I love underscore Ray R A E. Um, if you are in the Grand Rapids area, DeRay is a office manager for a therapy therapist company situation. So if you are looking for some therapy, I need hit her up because <laughs> she talk after she therapy. got she got people for y'all. Um, if anyone has any, I know I put out some local Metro Detroit therapists out there in the past. If anyone needs some mental health checks and they want me to recommend some people for you, I definitely have a couple people on my end that I can get out to you. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's it for this episode. Stop Karen's 2020. Stop Karen's 2020. <laughs> Make sure you follow the uh, podcast at What Up Dope Pie. Make sure you follow me at Grand Diddy. Um, um, sign the petition. Sign the petition. For Albert Wilson. Is that his name? Albert for Wilson. Albert Wilson. 
um, overcharged 12 years for kissing a 17-year-old, which is just ridiculous. Anything else we missed? That's it. That's it. All, All right. Thank y'all. Jaleesa's birthday is in two weeks. We about to get lit. About to be the thirty It's about to be lit. <laughs> uh, but that's all for this week, y'all. What up, though? 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 What up, though?